0: What's going on, y'all? Susilo Hernandez here with RandomBibleProverb.com dot um, This the topic today is going to be based off of Proverbs chapter fifteen verse two, and the theme is positive aspects of speech. Synopsis is the way in which Christ, the way in which believers speak should reflect their calling as Christians. Christian speech should be sincere, godly, and honoring to God. And then the topic and theme, once again, is positive aspects of speech. So here's the scripture that's based off of Proverbs chapter 15, verse 2. It says, The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fools pour out folly. So the first thing regarding positive aspects of speech is the desire for godly speech. And the first thing is is the desire for godly speech in oneself. Psalm chapter 19 verse 14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Psalm chapter 17 verse 3 says, You have tried my heart, you have visited me by night, you have tested me, and you will find nothing. I have purposed that my mouth will not transgress. Another third scripture, uh, Psalm 39, verse 1, regarding the desire for godly speech in oneself. It says, I said, I will guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a muzzle so long as the wicked are in my presence. And the second thing regarding a desire for godly speech is in others. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 to 31 says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only such is as good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. A second scripture regarding a desire for godly speech in others is Psalm thirty, chapter 34, verse 12 through 13. It says, What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. And of course, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 24 says, Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. And there's several other scriptures here. I encourage you to read them. Uh, go to the blog post and read them. I post, uh, put a link for the, do- the blog post in the, uh, wherever you're reading this or hearing this or watching this. Alright, so the second characteristic of godly speech, um, I'm sorry, of positive aspects of speech is characteristics of godly speech in relation to God. The first thing under that is it gives glory to God. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 says, Through Him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, and that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge His name. A second scripture regarding it it gives glory to God is Psalm 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And a third scripture regarding the characteristics of godly speech in relation to God and that it gives glory to God. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellence, excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. A second thing regarding the characteristics of godly speech in relation to God is that it gives thanks and praise to God. Colossians chapter 3 verse 17 says, And, whoever, and whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Another scripture, uh, Psalm verse 100, verse 4, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. And look, look, I encourage you to look at all these different scriptures in the blog post. Uh, another thing that I'll, s- another s- last scripture regarding, uh, It gives thanks and praise to God, and in, in the characteristics of godly speech, speech in, relations t- in relation to God, and that it gives thanks and praise to God. Third scripture is first Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ for you. Alright, and the third thing regarding the characteristics of godly speech in relationship to God is that it confesses Jesus Christ as Lord. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 through 10 says Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord And believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead You will be saved For with the heart one believes and is justified And with the mouth one confesses and is saved A second scripture regarding it confesses Jesus Christ as Lord Is Matthew chapter 10 verse 32 through 33 It says So everyone who acknowledges me before men I also will acknowledge him before Acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven, but whoever denies me before men I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven And the third scripture regarding uh, speech confessing Jesus as Lord is First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 3 Therefore I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says Jesus is accursed And no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit Moving on, the third thing regarding the positive aspects of speech is that characteristics of godly speech is in relation to others. Number one, it is gentle, gracious, and tactful. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6 says, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Second scripture regarding... uh, the characteristics of godly speech in relation to others, in being it being gentle, gracious, and tactful, Proverbs chapter 10 verse 32 says, The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked what is perverse. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 1, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs chapter sixteen verse twenty four: Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. All right, and the last scripture I'll mention regarding the uh, the characteristics of of godly speech in relation to others being gentle, gracious, and tactful. Uh, First Peter chapter three verse fifteen: It says, "But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you." yet do it with gentleness and respect. Uh, Moving on, a second thing regarding the characteristics of godly speech in relation to others, in that it, it being kind. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 25 says, Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Genesis chapter 50 verse 19 through 21 Regarding speech, being uh, the characteristics of of godly speech, being kind to others, it says. But Joseph said to them, "Do not fear, for I am in the place of the God. For do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones." Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Another, thi- another scripture regarding um, godly, godly speech in relation to others, and that it being kind, is First Corinthians chapter four, verse thirteen. It says, "When slandered, we entreat. We have become and are still like the scum of the world, and th- the refuse of all things." And a third scripture, Second Timothy chapter two, verse twenty-four to twenty-five. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them r- repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth. Wow! And a third thing regarding the characteristics of godly speech in relation to uh, to others is that it is instructive and edifying Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 says let the word word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God second scripture proverbs chapter 12 verse 18 there is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts but the tongue of the wise brings healing And a third scripture regarding characteristics of godly speech in relation to others, in that it is intrinsic, instructive, and edifying, is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head, into Christ. Further, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths. But only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Moving on, a fourth thing regarding the characteristics of godly speech in relation to others is that it is prudent and restrained. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 27, whoever restrains his words has knowledge and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Further Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 2 Be not rash with your mouth Nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God For God is in heaven and you are on earth Therefore let your words be few Wow And a third scripture regarding godly speech In, re- in relation to others is that uh, In relation to others in that it being prudent and restrained James chapter 1 verse 19, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. The fifth thing, next thing, fifth thing regarding godly speech being in the characteristics of godly speech in relation to others is that it is honest and unadorned. Matthew chapter 5 verse 37 Let what you say be simply yes or no Anything more than this comes from evil Psalm chapter 15 verse 2 to 3 He who walks blamelessly and does not want What is want, He who walks blamelessly and does what is right And speaks truth in his heart Who does not slander with his tongue And does not know evil to his neighbor Nor takes up a reproach against his friend. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 26 Whoever gives an honest answer kisses the lips. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 5-6 through 6, Better is an open rebuke hidden in love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. Moving on, the sixth thing. Regarding the gentleness, the uh, godly speech in relation to others Is that it is truthful and sincere Zechariah chapter 8 verse 16 These are the things that you shall do Speak the truth to one another Render in your gates judgments that are true and make for peace Exodus chapter 20 verse 16 You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor Proverbs chapter 12 verse 17 Whoever speaks truth gives honest evidence But a false witness utters deceit Proverbs chapter 12 verse 22 Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord But those who act faithfully are His delight And the seventh thing regarding godly speech In relation to others is that it is wise Psalm chapter 37 verse 30 The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom And his tongue speaks justice Proverbs chapter 10 verse 13 On the lips of him who has understanding Wisdom is found But a rod is for the back of him who lacks sense Proverbs chapter 10 verse 31 The mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom But the perverse tongue is, will be cut off Proverbs chapter 13 verse 14 The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life That one may turn away from the snares of death Moving on, the an eighth thing regarding Godly speech in relation to others is that it will speak of God and His works. Deuteronomy chapter six, verse six through nine, and these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and you wa- and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand. And they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Psalm chapter 40, verse 9 through 10. I have told you glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. And a third scripture regarding uh, godly speech in relation to others and that it will speak of God's works. Psalms chapter 145 verse 7 They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. Malachi chapter 3 verse 16 Then those who feared the Lord spoke with one another. The Lord paid attention and heard them. And a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name Moving on, a fourth topic regarding the positive aspects of speech Once again guys, I want you to, to I encourage you to continue to read There's more scriptures in here in several of these topics in the blog post I'll leave a link in the description wherever you're listening or watching online the fourth thing regarding positive aspects of speech is Jesus Christ's speech was perfect and unique. John chapter 7 verse 46, the officers answered, No one ever spoke like this man. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 9, And they made, and they made his grave with the wicked and with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Matthew chapter 7, verse 28 through 29, uh, regarding Jesus' speech being perfect and unique, it says, And when Jesus finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. Further, Matthew chapter thirteen verse fifty four, and coming to his hometown, he taught them in their synagogue. So they were astonished and said, "Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works?" And the last scripture regarding Jesus Christ's speech as being perfect and unique, First Peter chapter two verse twenty two to twenty three. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was revealed, he did not. Rev- rev- when he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered. He did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judged judges justly. And moving on, the last thing, the fifth thing regarding the positive aspects of speech is that speech as a is speech as a means of blessing people. Numbers chapter six verse twenty-two to twenty-seven it says The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is Thus you shall bless the people of Israel, you shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you, the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you, the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace, so shall they put My name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. Second scripture regarding speech as a means of blessing people is uh, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 22 it says and God blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let birds multiply on the earth and the last scripture I'll mention regarding speech as a means of blessing people uh, is in Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 5 it says then the priests the sons of Levi shall come forward for the Lord your God has chosen them to minister to him and to bless in the name of the Lord And by their word, every dispute and every assault shall be settled. Wow, and in in conclusion, wrapping this entire blog post or this entire video podcast up regarding the positive aspects of speech. So the first thing was the desire for godly speech in oneself. If you remember uh, Psalm 19 verse 14, and also the desire for godly speech in others uh, A prominent example was in Ephesians chapter 4 verses 29 through 21 And the second thing regarding the positive aspects of speech Is that the characteristics of godly speech in relation to God And that it gives glory to God Hebrews 13, 15 It gives thanks and praise to God Colossians chapter 3 verse 17 And it confesses Jesus Christ as Lord Romans chapter 10 verse 9 through 10 and if you remember the synopsis, uh, the review, uh, kind of like a review of this entire uh, video or post, is that in the positive aspects of speech is 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 the way in which believers should reflect their calling as Christians. It says so. The synopsis is the way in which believers speak should reflect their calling as Christians. Christian speech should be sincere, godly, and honoring to God. And then the third thing regarding that was the characteristics of godly speech in relation to others. First, it is it is gentle, gracious, and tactful, as we as we see in Colossians chapter four, verse six. It is kind to others. Proverbs chapter twelve, verse twenty five. It is instructive and instructive and edifying to others. In, uh, see Colossians chapter three, verse sixteen. It is prudent and restrained in re, uh, in relation to others. Proverbs chapter seventeen, verse twenty seven. And the characteristics of godly speech in relation to others The fifth thing is that it is honest and adorned See Matthew chapter 5 verse 37 It is truthful and sincere Zechariah chapter 18 verse 16 And the seventh thing in godly speech in relation to others Is that it is to be wise where it is wise Psalm chapter 37 verse 30 And it will speak of God and His works Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 6 through 9 and the fourth thing regarding the positive aspects of speech Is that Jesus Christ's speech speech was perfect and unique uh, See John chapter 7 verse 46 And the last thing regarding the positive aspects of speech Is that speech is a means of blessing people uh, See Numbers chapter 6 verse 22 to 27 And that is it All the scripture that is read in this blog post video um, uh, Podcast is from the ESV Bible I encourage you to look at the blog post to, for a more ex- extensive uh, scriptural, I guess you could say, research on, on each of these topics are in the blog post. And I'll leave a link in the description. Thanks a lot of you guys for watching, for listening to this video, to this blog post, wherever you're watching. Please share, subscribe, leave a comment. Um, There's a contact form on this website here, randombibleproverb.com. If you want to contact me, I also have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can check those out um, for further content. Thanks a lot, you guys, for watching, for listening. Have a good one. Bye.